Hey Gloucester, welcome back to Fishtown Local up here in beautiful, rainy Gloucester, Blackburn Industrial Park. I've got one of my favorite and most diverse guests in Gloucester, Heidi Dolan from Gloucester. How are you? Oh, I am great. Thank you so much for that introduction. <laughs> well, look, the rain cleared enough for us to get here through <laughs> the snow and the tundra. So I'm going to start by asking you the same question I asked my engineer, Jim Capillo, folks. I uh, just wanted to give him his credit in a subtle way, uh, which is, how did you get to Gloucester? When did you come to Gloucester first? Uh, well, I was born in Gloucester. Okay, that's a start. At Addison Gilbert Hospital. <laughs> oh, I did right. not have a choice. <laughs> um, actually, I didn't want to come out. I was very pleased. <laughs> I was very happy. And um, Dr. Hallett, who was the doctor at the time, he was our family doctor, his son had a hockey tournament in Canada. And the doctor that covered for him had a hockey tournament in Canada, and they were like, no one was going to be around for my mom's due date, so they induced her. And oh. she spent, I think, like 24 hours walking the halls oh, of Addison Gilbert Hospital. Like, I was comfy in there. I was fine. It was great. And um, so, and then 12-12 was... Uh, that was you? 12, that 12? was me, 12 12. Right. Frank Sinatra, me. Okay. So, uh, my which, son's a week later. So, oh, yeah, well, that yeah. was your you son and that. I could yeah. have had this, you know, we could have, <laughs> could have had the same birth date. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, uh, uh, he, I was, yeah, I was induced. So I was actually supposed to be, I think, a couple of weeks uh, earlier. Uh, yeah. A couple of weeks I was, earlier. I mean, later, yes. later, later. Like January. Who wants to be a January baby? Yeah. Right, and know? and I was super tiny. So yeah. oh. like five pounds. Oh. And so. now was the doctor and the hockey tournament, both doctors, were they playing or what? Their sons. There you go. Their sons were playing. Yeah, yeah right. their sons were playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were going to see the sons. Yes. And I mean, in those days... That was what happened, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, now everybody can go all over, but um, so you went to let's see, East Gloucester School or no? no uh, I didn't live in East Gloucester then. That's right. I didn't grow. I, I, um, we. Well, uh, let's see. Um, I was born in Gloucester, and but for a small amount of my life, I lived in Connecticut. Okay. So, um, oh God. Old Lime or somewhere oh, around. Okay. My father uh, worked for General Dynamics, okay. the electric boat divi division, designing missile systems on wow. nuclear submarines. In Groton. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. He was in he was in Groton. So um, yeah, my mom and I were there for about six months. Okay. <laughs> and then we decided to come home. <laughs> you made the decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad my mom yes. made the decision. <laughs> So what school did you go to? So I went to Beeman. Okay. So I oh. went to Plum Cove and I went to Beeman. Oh. My grandmother, um, my grandmother, my aunt had gone to Beeman and my grandmother knew Jen Smith was the principal and she knew my, and they really wanted me to go to Beeman school. That's great. So um, we lived, we lived actually right next to the old, well, the old mill ice cream store, which is now Richdale on Washington yes. Street. That little shingled house, we rented that house. The one that is right next to it? Yes. Or across the street? Oh. Right next to it. Where yeah. Ingeberg lives now. Oh, really? Yes. The oh, guitars. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had someone who lived next door to us in East Gloucester. They were renting, and they were like, oh, we're so excited. We're buying a house. 
and um, it was our old house that we lived in on 416 Washington Street. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, um, so this was before the pizza place down the street there, Captain Hooks. Yeah, uh, there was a, a like a place Something there though. There. Yeah, yeah, there was a place in the old yeah. mill ice cream store and. And all did you of go that. to? Well, in those days there was no Fuller School. Was there? Yeah, that there was, was 67. Fuller. Yeah, that was Fuller. Okay, yes, you're right. And you and I are probably about the same age. So you were, that was built just in time for you? No, because it was mm-hmm. built in 67 for uh, St. Peter's School for the Catholic Church. 65, 65 my 65. bad. 65, I just okay. heard that on a previous yeah. okay, podcast. sorry about 65, that. 65, yeah. Jim, yeah. I know that. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I went to Beeman because they, you know, my grandmother, they liked they like Miss Smith, and yeah. it was, and now it's great because now I'm back at Beeman yeah. with the GEF initiative. Yeah. I like that school as a school too. I love their little theater. Yeah, and yeah. I'm directing. We're doing yeah. Wizard of Oz. I was going to say that's my next subject. Is you direct kids theater in Gloucester? Yes, pretty much all over the place. I because you do it at stage company. at the stage company, and, and then um, and then I'm over at West Parish with right. Helen Green with the new theater. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and um, yeah, and that's working out great. And that's every fifth grader yeah. uh-huh. is in the play. So yeah. there are like fifty-five fifth graders. So you find a place for everybody. Wow. And There's two kinds of theater programs: the ones where everyone in the class, right, and the ones where they try out and they want to do it. And you don't need the kids who are looking at their watches, as they say, or making trouble. It's so much harder to do everyone. But obviously, once the thing begins, they all want to get in on it. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, at Beeman, Beeman was different because each school decides what they want to do. And West Parish, they want all the fifth graders in it. And we do a a lot of the rehearse. We do rehearsing during the music time, you know, Helen and I. And so I'm going there like every day in the morning. Well, when you do your winter thing, those are... uh, not the whole class. Those are people who want to do it, who sign up to do it. Well, that's, yeah. I have like 15 different schools with yeah. that. So that's yeah. a different animal. And that's animal. great because they are so motivated when right. they are tryout people. Right, you know? right. And yeah. part of what I want to do with the youth program at Gloucester Stage is get the kids ready yeah. to go and be able to okay. shine in their fifth grade play. And then and later on in high school programs. So high they school have that or, or middle school. Or, run yeah. for student council yeah. or um you know it's a, a friend of mine is the new president at salem state oh. and um he was a football player and great great guy and i'm why i went to hear him speak last night and i'm like you know john never would have thought you know when we were in college that he was going to be speaking yes, and doing all that. that confidence and that freedom from an early theater program. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do? it's real. So you yeah. really never know when. Yeah. Especially it's, boys. It's going to come in handy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I found a lot of the really satisfying experiences in the when I go into the schools because you get like West Parish. It's every kid, and not every kid wants to be on stage Mm -hmm. and that's fine i find ways for them to shine i had like an assistant who helped me during rehearsals and he just (laughs) shot up and every year there's like one or two people on the crew that just Just take it in hand and come alive and and you know he's on book for the rehearsals when the kids were you know did you do it back when it was the old west parish school no, okay. I did. I did a couple of years over at O'Malley. Oh, okay. and yeah, oh, yeah. That was, be- a, that was because, a good stage. Yeah, and it was great because Leslie yeah. Sellers is so lovely, and yeah. we're good friends. Yeah. And oh, I'm sorry, no, no, that's not a big stage. It was, uh, it was Fuller. I was thinking that was right. 
huge. O'Malley was a perfect size stage for kids. It's okay. Yeah. It's hard to work, but this medium size. It's difficult with the... Giant musicals are, it's too small. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard because we didn't have mics, and I hate using mics, but you really need mics, but we didn't want to break that. I mean, there was just, but Leslie was so lovely. Like, we could use their props, and we were on this, because, you know, the fifth grade was at O'Malley at that time. That's right. I was going to say, there was, when you were going to school, was there a middle school? Yes. So there was not. How any... old do you think well, I am? I'm not going to tell you how I old thought, I am, I but I'm much younger didn't... than you think okay. I am. Uh, you probably. <laughs> just, I, don't, I think everyone is the same age. Um, but um, You're pointing at me for. Well, I thought that <laughs> I middle. I know. I know. I thought middle school didn't come along until the kind of mid, late seventies kind of thing. I was in middle school. Yeah, they, and. Yes, okay. there was there yes. was an O'Malley. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't the first class okay. at O'Malley. All right. Um, so I thought that was built way later. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> well, I just remember when there wasn't middle school, where it went. You went up to you know seventh grade or eighth grade, and then you went to high school, and that's the way it was when I was growing up. So you're no, right. I'm way older. <laughs> it was the same way. It was fifth grade, and then um, six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight, I and. See. Okay. Uh, you know, they always played around with things. Every mm-hmm. year things changed because a lot of times, because depending on the class sizes or there wasn't enough room yeah. or eighth grade, you know, ninth grade wasn't in the high school. Ninth grade was in the high school. You know, there were all different things. That- well, a lot of those early schools were built the same way because I remember the theater at East Gloucester at West Parish and mm-hmm. at Beeman were very similar. I had a little theater group called the Gloucester Kids Theater Club. Mm. And we... T- a tr- the kids wrote this play. I kind of wrote it, and they rewrote it. And then, but it was really fun. It was a musical. It was nuts. And so we wanted to go tour it in schools to show kids what kids could do. Right. And um, the uh, it wasn't Ab Kambadi. It was the guy who died. Um, it was principal, and he said, "No, there are St. Mel's kids in your thing, and that's a Catholic school, so we can't bring them into public schools." And I was like, what? Oh, and gosh. Then, but Jim Grunstadt at West Parish. West Parish. And then Miss Miffy Summers at East Gloucester. And the Beeman folks said, no, come on in. Right. And we did the shows. The kids went wild. Both the kids doing it. The kids loved it because it was kind of outside what we were doing. It was called Snow White Gets Confused. And it was basically <laughs> three fairy tales long before uh, Into the Woods came out. And uh, so they mixed the fairy tales and it was, and the kids in the audience loved it. And all the other plays were about kids mm-hmm. going to school, lunch right. boxes, chores and all that. So they related. But I always remember Wes Parrish, I just loved him because he was the first one to say, what? Yeah. Of course you can come in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it, um, yeah, that was a nice theater, West yeah. Parrish. Oh, I loved them all because it taught the kids to, you know, curtains and stages. Because St. Mel's, we were just, you know, in a room. Right, right. When we performed our plays, it was the magic of the stager. Right, right, right. Now, you also were an actress and a New York actress, as I recall. Yes, yes. I mean, I still do acting. I've gotten kind of uh, waylaid with teaching, and it's always like, oh, I can't do that because I'll miss this rehearsal or I won't be there for the kids or things like that. I mean, I still perform with the symphony, and um, every chance I get to do something, I do it. Narrator, yeah. Narrator, right, right. Like Peter and the Wolf or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Katie and the Big Snow. Because I performed with the symphony, but I was singing. You were in the, yeah. They gave me the big solo last year. That's amazing. Unfortunately, you weren't there, but that was okay. Yeah, I was at Holiday Delights rehearsal, so. 
Good excuse. <laughs> yeah, all Thanksgiving. That's yeah. what I do. I don't really. Well, the reason I want to go back to your education is, so you had the house, and then what I want to get back to was your mother. Because your mother is a real Gloucester personality, too. Yep. So she and worked... my grandmother and oh, my great-grandfather. Oh. Every The Fish Pier is named after my great-grandfather. I, that's you guys. Everett okay. Jodry. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. So he was my For great-grandfather. Sure. Yeah. And, um, and what was he, a captain? Is that why they No. No, he was a barber. He was a man who loved Gloucester oh. and wanted to make Gloucester a better place to live and bring more jobs to Gloucester and make it better for the fishermen. Oh. And um, he had a barber shop on Duncan oh. Street. And, he, and was, he was so good to everyone, they called him the barber of civility. It, of civility? I don't know. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Sorry. Figaro, <laughs> Figaro. Yeah. Um, the fishermen were his uh, customers. Clientele, yeah. And he was noticing that the the um, the mugs, the shaving, because everyone had their own mug, <laughs> right. that the shaving mugs were getting dusty because the fishermen weren't able to come back into Gloucester, into port, as often. <laughs> And they couldn't see their families because they'd have oh. to unload in Boston and then they'd have to get right back out. Oh, because there was no auction or fish pier or anything here. There was no fish pier That's in right. Boston. And no auction yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, there yeah. was nothing. So he read that um, Boston was going to build a second fish pier because there was so much traffic that they couldn't get all the boats in and mm-hmm. they needed another fish pier. And he was like, why Boston? <laughs> yeah. Why not Gloucester, Call where the all the fishermen, where so all the fishermen live? Yeah, yeah. Why not Gloucester? We should have one, oh. and then that way the fish, the you know, the fishermen could come in. They could see that they could unload. They could see their families go back out again. Yeah. And um, when he was shaving them, he could lobby yeah. and say, "What are you doing in Boston? <laughs> We're opening this thing." And like, oh, well, no, yeah. it wasn't the fishermen that he had to lobby. Yeah. It was Washington. Oh, but they, because they paid for the job. It wasn't, and it was during the Depression. Yeah. So it brought an amazing amount of jobs to the city. And I mean, it it changed the whole character Mm -hmm. of the city and the economy. Yeah, because they must have been grateful they didn't have to go to Boston anymore. Yeah, the fishermen fishermen wanted it. It was the the money. It was the, you know, Washington Mm -hmm. that needed to. And he was a tireless um, advocate promoter of, yeah. of the city, advocate, yeah. and did not have a tie to the fishing industry, used his own money to entertain, like, politicians and, con- and like, having people in. My great-grandmother, my grandmother used to say that my great-grandmother would say, oh, I can't get a new, um, you know, can't get a new living room set again this year, <laughs> that damn fish pier, you yeah. know. <laughs> and right. um, right. because he was always always that that was his Gloucester was his love and he cared about Gloucester in that in that old-fashioned way that not many you don't find uh, you know he started the um widows and orphan society you know bringing things around to he was well that's nice that they recognized how much he did to put his name on the pier yeah and he the final thing was they took the schooner the Tebow yeah down to Washington to get the final money to see Eleanor Roosevelt. No. Yeah, wow. and they invited Eleanor Roosevelt on <laughs> and um, said, you know, uh, we're going to share. Yeah. Uh, you know, had, she had a Parker House role down in the galley with them. <laughs> and, 
and um, and then she invited them to the White House for dinner. And then when they came back, they had the money. And but it was a long process. They sent the F. I think. Oh God, my mother will kill me if I get this wrong. But FBI or something yeah. to investigate him because nobody could understand how someone without any money in it, mm. without anything to gain... Right. would want it to be there. ...would yeah. work so hard. They figured he, like, had some unsavory yeah. tie. And they came back and they were like, you're the cleanest man <laughs> we've ever encountered. Besides Joe, the cobbler. Exactly, <laughs> right? yeah. exactly. Oh, in the mold yeah. of Joe, the cobbler. Yes, Grampy... Uh, well, when did Mumsyville, when did your mother buy that wonderful house looking out over the ocean. Doesn't she live on the way to Rockport on the back shore? No. No. Oh, I thought she had a house there was by uh, Tragabigzand. Oh, no. What's the name of that road that they never paid? No, I wonder who lives oh, there. Whoever I does. that's where you were. No. Okay. No. Oh, well, where does your mother live? <laughs> um, we, con- the condominiums okay. over by Good oh. Harbor Beach. Oh, great. Oh, okay. So, oh. um, yeah, uh, no, I wish she lived in there. I'd have more closet space. Yeah. I don't know. God, <laughs> right. no, no. Well, now tell everybody what your mother does, because a lot of them might have had her over, looking over the shoulder as students. Mm-hmm. Yes, my mother is the principal secretary at Gloucester High School, and uh, she is the most ki- the kindest, most even-tempered person you would ever she's so well you'd have to be in that job if you think about it oh well i don't know i mean kids and teachers well and parents (laughs) yeah and And, you know and everybody government and everyone who comes in has you know it's your kids so it's so important it's heightened emotion or a kid has a problem and you've got to drop everything for my kids problem yeah Yeah. and well she's not just the principal's secretary she's the principal secretary because when you go in there she's the one that goes what's going on yeah she's the first face really that people are other people but they usually turn to her and say what do we tell this guy (laughs) and now you know now in the new age she buzzes people in and all that kind of you know yeah Um, checks the security camera yeah it's the first door that yeah every and that's the way you know that's the way it's been well i met her before i knew she was your mother (laughs) <laughs> and she was so nice. She was so friendly. And I was going, oh, I got a friend here at the school department. And then every time she'd say, hi, Gordon. You know, and she'd read the columns I write in the paper. Yeah. She'd maybe something, you know, I don't know if I agree. And it was great. And then I found out that that was your mother. Yeah. You know, and I was going like, now nah, that explains it. I, I lucked out in the yeah. mom department. Because she I'm was a... there for Joe Sullivan, too. She has been there. She was there with Mr. Natty. Whoa. Okay. That's yeah. back there. Yeah. That's back there. She first started back with Mr. Natty. Yeah. And um yeah, we didn't she didn't have a car and a Mr. Natty <laughs> used to like pick her up on the way, you know, and she would go to sc- drive to school with him yeah. and cuz we couldn't afford a car and and uh yeah. Was, was that the father of Ann Natty, the one who uh was attacked at the reservoir? No, no. Uh, Lee Kingman, Natty. Okay. Lee Kingman, yeah. the author. Okay. That was his wife. Yes. And they had a son, Peter. All right. And a daughter, Susie. Yeah. Do you remember Ann Natty? I mean, you remember that? Oh, that was Gloucester entering the new age back in the 70s. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're probably related yeah. somehow, yeah. but I don't. But, um, oh, yeah. she uh, She's seen a lot, and there's a, a lot. We had someone, we had a... Uh, 
someone live with us for a year. He got kicked out of his house. Okay. And um, was having problems, and and parents want him to fail. Yeah. And oh. we took him in, and and, and he, he ended, didn't. Fail. He ended up going to yeah. college, All right. and you know. So, um, so yeah, I lucked out in the mom department, though. Mm, I mean, and my grandmother too. Yeah. You didn't know my grandmother. And what was her name? Um, Dorothy Demarco. Okay. Um, but we, her nickname was Bubbles. So we came <laughs> up with that when I was in yeah. the, when I was in the high school when I was in the high school band yeah. and um, but and she was a ballerina. So whereas my mom fainted when she was a junior in high school and she had to give an oral book report in class. <laughs> okay. She fainted. So you didn't get your theater gene from her. And well, that's why I am the way I am because <laughs> yeah. she never wanted me to feel that kind of paralyzing yeah. fear. Yes. And and I mean I was an only child and she was she was really an only child because my aunt wasn't born until my my mom was there's 13 years between my mom and my aunt. Oh. So um so my mother was you know kind of like an only child too. But um and my grandmother my grandmother was very um, outgoing. She was a dancer, mm-hmm. and she, you know, yeah. she used to tell all these great stories about, you know, there were like tons of theaters in downtown Gloucester, and there was the theater I think at Union Hill. Okay, there was a theater downtown, and she danced at all of them, and there oh. were things. I mean, theater. Where had, was the theater in Union Hill? They were small, right? It was in that little coffee shop building. Yeah, but I, it might have been bigger. Yeah. I, you know, as always, like I wish I had listened yeah. to her more. Yeah. But there were, we have a picture, actually my aunt has it at her house, of one of the casts of one of the shows at the, and it's huge. Mm, wow. And people would come yeah. in and perform. Well, there was no TV, and so people wanted yeah. entertainment. And, and she was a hairdresser, my okay. grandmother, mm-hmm. and um, she had a, a, a hair, a salon in one of the hotel, the big, the Hotel Savoy, I think it was, which was downtown, okay. yeah. one of the big hotels. Yeah. So, um, um, so she was, uh, yeah, and my grandmother was great. And that well, was my growing up. I was going to say, you it know? runs in the family. It was the then, three obviously. of us. Because yeah. when, my, when, uh, when my mother and father got divorced, we came back to Gloucester and um, you know, moved in with my grandmother and my aunt and then my great-grandparents were still living. So I never had a babysitter my well, entire life. Well, that's the life. way families are supposed to be, yeah. you know, where everybody's in there together. Yeah. You know? I never had a babysitter my yeah. entire life because yeah. my great-grandmother. My, <laughs> and then, like, when I was old enough, I didn't need one. I used to like to hang with Nanny, so I would go and hang out with her. <laughs> that's good. You know, she kind of needed more help than I, I did say, at that point. I return the favor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why... Um, I kind of settled back here more Um, when I was in New York. My grandmother needed help, Mm, and she needed more help, and my mom was working and, you know, couldn't not work and take care of her. And we wanted her, you know, I wanted, and I wanted to be with her. I didn't want to miss any time with her. And so then I, I kind of started like, being in New York and being here and going back and forth. Was that and, when you were acting as Hillary? Um, or before that? Some of the Hillary. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, you used to look like Hillary, but then she got old, and you <laughs> stayed the same. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that night of the election, you must have been going, "Damn!" <laughs> I know it yeah. was very. I yeah. had a lot of good plans. Yeah. I know. Oh, well, but know. you know, but I got a lot more out of it did. than I yeah. expected yeah. because who would have thought? You know, first lady. Uh, senator, all of that. So possible press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and it was fun. It was yeah. something I never thought would ever like. You think of your life heading in a direction, yeah. and I never thought. And I resisted it a lot. Well, at when first. she was younger, she looked I, exactly like you. The two of you <laughs> looked so alike. But she doesn't look as much like you now. That's a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, because for Hillary, she kind of. Imagine running for president. You think you'd age a little. Oh, my God. Stump, as oh, they say. God. Well, I want to jump ahead because we're almost out of time. And that is to say that there is a parallel track to me on the success of the Gloucester Stage Company and when you were a publicist. Because <laughs> you two run together. You seem to have a really good feel for that. You get all the Ernie people in there. You get reviewed. <laughs> mm-hmm. You get our attention. But I got to say, before I throw the ball back to you, I love the guys you got running the place now. I just like Jeff and I just like Robert. That's Walsh and Zinn for mm-hmm. those of you keeping score. And they just, to me, they are quintessential of what a community theater is. I, I always enjoyed the theater, but it always was, uh, Israel was maybe a little top down about the influences. And when he was gone or not running the show, I didn't feel like there was as much, come on in. Mm-hmm, in fact, mm-hmm. even when he was running the show, I didn't feel like he said, come on in to Gloucester like you do in your publicity or like those guys do. Yeah. They seem to not know as much about how important they are. And they seem to be really, I mean, I've gone to every show yeah. in the last four years or however long they've been here, three years. And they just, because they're so welcoming and they're so, oh, let's talk. I run into him. I met Bob Walsh just sitting out in front talking to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I said, well, I guess I should come back and see. Because I had been a little estranged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from the theater for a little while and uh, now they're like you know, we're giving them all this money we get involved <laughs> I was in a show last year and all that and, it's, and I credit to those two guys because they're just taking the pitches as they come in mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and they didn't seem to have a huge um, you know agenda or anything mm-hmm. but how was that working well, on I the think, I think that um, everybody you know interestingly enough with you know the Cape Ann Night Initiative yeah. where Cape Ann residents I like that and get Never in. Dark and yeah so you know who started Cape Ann Night was Israel yeah of course I mean yeah. that was and business managers would come in and want to ax it and he was like we need the creative. No, yeah. We want yeah. we want people to come. Yeah. So, you know, and then Eric Engel started there was this initiative Neighborhood Night where we invited people who lived around the theater to come to a show for free I and like had a that. little party yeah. and thing. That was Eric Engel. Yeah. So, um it was and it was I think it was hard for Eric because it, you know, Israel had just stepped down. Yeah. And Eric was kind of forging his own exactly. identity. And he didn't want to let it go. <laughs> and it was hard, you know, I think Eric, and I think Eric did, it was funny, I was thinking of different shows, you know, successful shows, things they've done. And I said, oh, well, you know, there was Trying with Richard Ma, and there was Our Son's Wedding, yeah. and, and there was this, and, that, and they were all during Eric's tenure. And I was like, wow, yeah. that was, so he really, he had well, an impact. I think everybody, everybody who is in those positions 
has impacts. Even, you know, John Wojciechowski, who was yeah. there for a year, yeah. he was the one who started Never Dark yeah. and the Apprentice program. Oh. Well, Israel did a great job so, of attracting certain actors, especially like Paul O'Brien and Paula Plum, people like, and then got them as regulars. But now they are. Right. And right. Eric, I think, was hired to continue in that tradition, but more in the Boston side of things. Because he, Israel had that New York streak. Right. But right. Uh, Eric seemed died in the wool Boston because he was bringing out good actors and he had the contacts. Well, and also, like, we can't house all those New York actors. I know. Give me a <laughs> it's break. so much more expensive. You yeah. know. No, I yeah. mean, it's like Eric was a realist, yeah. and it's like we have great actors in Boston, great actors, directors, designers mm -hmm. in Boston. Mm -hmm. Like, bring them in. Yes, and I mean, when you and, look at Paul Laplum, and then who's the current crop of them, whose names are all uh, escaping me? The, um, the Zoe, uh, the one who did the two plays by Zoe, what's her name? You know that great one, Out of Sterno. Oh, oh, yeah. Or, or welcome um, to Sterno, whatever it was. But, well, Lewis Wheeler. Yeah. Lewis, Lewis Wheeler and, Aman and Amanda. Amanda. Yeah, she was yep. amazing. And then the woman who played, um, oh, I wish I could remember her name. She's on uh, the equity board in Boston. And, uh, oh, she was so good. Um, Sorry, I can't remember. Oh, what show was she in? Oh, well, she was in My Wife Did a Reading uh, that the theater produced over at uh, the Cultural Center. And uh, Jeff uh, produced the whole thing, directed it. I had a tiny part, but it was Amanda Collins. Right, right. And then, uh, what was the woman's name? She was slightly older, but she played this crazy hoarder woman. She was great. It was a reading. Was it the one, was it Deborah Wise? No. 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 But this is hmm. bad airtime where I don't know. So, um, <laughs> Anyway, well, so before we go, what are you excited about for the season? Let's see. I am excited about, I'm excited to get the season started. I'm excited my apprentice, my education apprentice accepted her, um, accepted the position today. Oh, my oh. first choice. Hurrah. So she'll be coming out soon. So I'm excited to get started there. We're going to do, we did a the inaugural year of the Young Playwrights Festival last yeah. year, and we're going to be oh. doing that again. Oh. And, you um, got Madame Defarge, which yes, kind of came out Madame of left Def field. Madame yeah. Defarge starting. Um, that's going to be amazing. Like, to be part of a it's new original, musical. New, yeah, yeah. Um, this will be the, you know, the first time it's been done. And ooh, ooh, and there's okay. really and there's really great, uh, really great actors in it. Okay. Oh. And, um, you know, it's not all cast, but, yeah. you know, the most, and the director is really terrific. And I've never met Wendy Kesselman, but I, I love have. her work. I have. Oh, of course you did. I auditioned. Of course. But the problem is, I coached the Gloucester High Sailing team so it's one or the other i know and, I and you won yesterday you won we won congratulations and against Hingham, who was so much better than we were but we had more heart good and uh but anyway well so, i'm so excited um, about the season so yeah, anything and, else I and should know about? um let's see madame defarge we're starting cyrano which is going to be terrific wow um a new adaptation of cyrano using five actors ah. and then of course lindsey krauss you yeah. have to get lindsey in what's here. her show lindsey is doing da dancing at lunessa Oh. The Irish play oh. and Benny Ambush, who directed Lindsay in Driving Miss Daisy and Lettuce and Lovitch. Oh. They're like a power couple now. Oh, that's awesome. I love Lettuce and Lovitch. Lindsay uh, and Benny are a power couple. I went to uh, school, elementary school in New York City with Lindsay's brother. No, Timmy, really? Tim Krauss. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my so God. So I always remember he was always really nice to me. He was older. He was older than me. So he was, usually, you didn't 
deal with the people. You, you went to, you didn't go to school here. Uh, no, I was a summer person here from year zero. Oh. But then I was go back to New York for, uh, you know, my early years. Yeah. And then as soon as I got out of, uh, uh, well, high school first, I, and then college, I moved right to here. Because yeah. you always go to the place you're not allowed to go. Right. And I was right. never, I was only allowed two weeks a year in Gloucester in the summer. And don't forget, Cape Ann Symphony has another concert coming up, That's up right. in May, Just too. That's right. Yeah. So, and I see that you've added a show in the Christmas show to Ipswich. Yes. I like that a There's lot. There's going to be more Ipswich. They want to expand to Ipswich. Theater. I think all the... It's a brilliant theater, too, yeah. that space, you know. But I, I actually was surprised how well the Manchester thing works for Symphony. You know, because it's, uh, you know, it didn't seem like a big enough room to me, but it is. Well, it's, it's up in the air. It's so. great the yeah. way the, um, yeah. you know, the the way it's... Um, raked way, the way right. the audience is raked. Ra- that's right, and I don't think there's any bad seats. It's I mean, no, even if you're in the you're back right. row, everybody. But it was just so much fun doing that because you got 80 singers, you got 80 people in the orchestra, or 85 this year. It was like 165 people in the band. It's amazing. You know, it's like that's the it's biggest amazing. band I've been in. You know, it's really yeah. amazing. And I love Wendy. She's like the Peter Pan of Gloucester. Well, and Yoichi yeah. is just delightful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, he's fantastic. I would, yeah. wa- I would, you know, walk off a bridge for Yoichi. <laughs> yeah. I would. Yeah. I mean, how about that hair too? I always love his hair. Well, he's got the. You know, I have all these pictures of him from over the years, <laughs> yeah, right. and I've seen like the evolution of <laughs> yeah. the hair. Yeah. You know, but um, he is just lovely, and the artists that he gets to come here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing. Like, yeah. they have a night off from the BSO or the Pops, and they're here. Well, the whole here. orchestra is pretty accomplished, yeah. too. Yeah. They're all union people. It's not like we're just... Because when <laughs> K-Band Symphony started, Don Monell was my neighbor. And sorry. And um, uh, he was in it as third violin. You know, and the mailman was like second flute. Well, it was flute. a community was like, yeah, orchestra. Yeah, it was a community they orchestra. wanted music in Gloucester, and <laughs> yeah. that was the way... And now it's a that union was the orchestra. Best, that was yeah. the way to do it. There, was, yeah. there were dedicated people, and that was the way to do it. But... You know, now it's grown and, you know, it's a professional orchestra and, you know, the people are, I went for my um, college reunion. We have a night at the Pops where we take over Symphony Hall and yeah, it's kind of legendary. You get in school buses at the Harvard Stadium and they stop the traffic and you go through and it was awesome. So, um, and I worked on the Pops concert. That was my event because I work on the reunions and, um, so we got off the bus first, my friend Carrie Mazzoni and I, and we got off the bus and we were down front and I sit down front for them to start the concert and there's Owen Young <laughs> who had just been at Cape Ann Symphony and he was like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm playing. What do you think? You know? And then, so it, you know, it was, and I'm like the previous month he was the guest artist at Cape Ann Symphony and there he is with the Boston Pops and. Well, wait, did we just read between the lines you went to Harvard? Yeah. You were a student there. Yes. My wife went there. I even graduated. They didn't take me. They Undergrad. Showed it yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Where did your wife live? Uh, she uh, did it after the fact. She did it from uh, with kids. Oh. And you did it from home. Oh, my god. Harvard Extension. But then they have a program. If you get all A's, they let you go to regular Harvard classes oh. and graduate in the regular Harvard graduation. Oh, well. So it, but it was a, a reward program for yeah. doing so well. Yeah. So that's how she suddenly got. Harvard graduation yeah. Yeah. is. Yes, it was uh, Harvard Extension to start. Yeah. Yeah. Harvard graduation is, 
you know. Wow. Are you kidding me? It's it was the best. So huge. And uh, it's the best. Madeline Albright spoke at our uh, at the, her graduation. All of my kids were absolutely sound asleep. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, this is very exciting, and Heidi Dolan, she is publicist, actress, teacher, and bon vivant around town. I want to thank <laughs> Jim Capillo, as well as Heidi, for coming, and I want to invite all of Gloucester back next time for Fishtown Local.